Veterans Voice is a show that connects veterans and active members of the military to qualified guests who help you find programs and benefits you qualify for and discuss housing, education, career training, and other topical matters. Every show addresses issues that affect your life. Call in and share your experience. 781-837-4900. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio here on a chilly night down in Marshfield. Uh, as we're unfortunately in the middle of our winter time down here, and uh, Chuck has uh, found his way uh, from the north land of Bedford. Uh, Chuck, good to see you tonight. Hey, you know, I had to, you know, take care of my vets and do some work up that way. And the tank, the tank doesn't like running too too well. You know, the diesel it gets rusty in the rain. Yeah, yeah I'm the, sure. The, the the diesel the diesel engine is a little a little tough, but. No, it's great. It's great. You know? Feeling all right? Yeah, I'm feeling fine. Good. You know, we had we had a COVID situation in my office, oh. but you know, I tested, 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 negative, negative, negative. But you know, just to be safe, everybody just you know, it's what you had to do. Yep, yep. You know? You're seeing uh, you're seeing maybe a little bit of a of a of a, a over the over the peak a little bit at the at the at the hospital uh, now. No, we're hoping to see some numbers start dropping down. You know, a lot of staff is out. You know, so everybody's been detailed around different places trying to help out. Uh, but you know, all I can say is get vaccinated. Yeah, no question, huh? Let's kill this thing. No, 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 no question, no question. And Wolf, you're out there. Uh, uh, with uh, I hear a lot of stuff about the problems with the blood drives, a lot of a lot of blood sh- blood shortages out there with the Red Cross. Yeah, right? yeah. Everybody, they, you really need to call in to uh, uh, go online to redcrossblood.org and register. It takes a little while to get it, but we're still under the protocol, so you just can't walk in off the street and take a million people. So you got to plan to do it, but you got to stop and do it. And then uh, we just picked up twenty five thousand meals from End Hunger right here in Pembroke. We're going to bring that to Boston tomorrow. And then um, this Saturday is going to be the veterans row out of the How Life Save Museum. And the uh, Patriot Ledge is going to be there. And, of course, we'll get the stuff to the newspapers. And that's going to be at 930 Saturday morning. And it's really an introduction. We'll show you the lifeboats. That, the, the boat that was in the movie The Finest Hour, the rescue boat from the Coast Guard, is in that bo- the boathouse by the high school. It's Spring Street. The address is about 185 Spring. If you go too far, you go right in the whole gut. Stop the, when you go in the gut. Is that yeah. the 35-footer? Yeah. 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 That's pretty cool. So we have that boat. It's in the boathouse. It's really cool to see. It's part of history. And um, we're going to have a fire pit there and have some fun. And it's really an introduction to all the programs. We're going to have hot dogs? Check, we're going to have hot dogs to put over the fire pit? Marshmallows. Yeah. The guys don't have teeth. How are they going to eat hot dogs? <laughs> My friends are so old, they have no teeth. Kind of like you. Yeah. I'll be stealing their marsh- marshmallows. So it's going to be a nice introduction. We'll have everyone start, just see what it's like on the beach. It's the traditional old lifeboats and pilot boats. And um, how Life Save Museum has really stepped up. On account of Chuck, I have to go there the first Friday of every month and have 40 people there for coffees. It was a good event last week. Yeah, really good. We had a good event there last week. Yeah, there was a, yeah the person, it's all the stuff is online, but they were saying how you write write your stories down and you know it helps you feel better and stuff but most of the stories that I read were just nice poems it was just to take some time just to feel better so yeah. that was really nice so we get that at the Life Save Museum and then uh, 
it's it's getting to be a nice place for the veterans to hang out. You don't have to roll. You don't. There's art exhibits. It's, it's just starting to be a nice home. It's just what you wanted just, to do. A place camaraderie for everyone. That's it. That's what the coffees are all about. It's all Chuck ever wanted to have it, and and it it really panned out. It's really true. And tonight we have a new friend to the show uh, coming in from the the uh, American Red Cross. Uh, uh, Keith, would you introduce yourself to the audience, please? Oh, sure. Hey. Thank you for having me. Sure uh, thing. I'm Keith with the American Red Cross. I work with the um, service to the armed forces. We provide um, some services to military personnel who may be struggling a little bit. We're going to talk a little bit about that later on in the show. Very um, nice. And and you you yourself uh, you you a veteran, Keith? Oh, absolutely. I'm a retired Marine. Hurrah! Thank you for your there. service. I didn't think they ever retired. Uh, we don't. We don't. We still keep going. Just keep going. And so now uh, you, you've been with the Red Cross for a while? I've been with the Red Cross for two years now, working on three, yeah. And what, what brought you to the Cross? Uh, to continue servicing and helping people, especially my veterans that are out there. It seems like um, I can relate with them a little bit more. Um, it seems like um, getting in front of them and, and then trying to, um, not trying to understand them. I believe we understand each other, but convince them that getting the services and the help they need is very important. So, and being a veteran yourself, it must it must really um, put you in a good spot with the veterans that you're talking to because they know that you know what they know. Absolutely. It's kind of like a full round circle, if you will. You know, I, I was a recruiter out there. So, you know, we would put them in and they go through the things that they go through. Now they got another service member who's been there. Sure. I'm yeah. not the recruiter anymore, but... I'm kind of like facilitating that role in trying to assist and help these veterans get the services and the helps that they need. Very nice, very nice. And so how do you go about finding them, Keith? Oh, man, there's several different ways. They either come through the Hero um, Care Center that is set up to uh, receive um, if a veteran needs some emergency services. They can call um, the 1-800 number and or download the um, Hero Care app. What is, that, what is that 1-800 number, Keith? Ah, that 1-800 number. And this is for emergency communication. It's 1-877-272-7337. And that's nationwide. And for the folks that are here locally in Massachusetts that is non-emergency, you can reach our local office at 781-740-3684. And that number, the, the HERO... Uh uh, the Kia Call Center, uh, that is uh, staffed by the Red Cross 24 hours a day, seven days a week? Absolutely. And keep in mind that the American Red Cross is, is primarily ran by volunteers, 90% volunteers. So yeah. that's so that's uh, really speaks that they want to be there and they're there to listen, not just to, to, to collect a paycheck and head on home. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. Yes, yes. Um, we're looking for more volunteers to come and join the Red Cross. We're looking for whether you're veterans, veteran family members, or even if you're actively in the military, we definitely are looking for people to come and volunteer with us. And how would somebody get that started? Where would where would they get where where would they get started there, Keith? Basically, you can go on to uh, redcross.org and um, look for your nearest um, Red Cross uh, location. Okay. Um, Submit your information, and someone will, like myself, will reach out and contact you. Excellent, excellent, great, thanks. And you, and you can be safe. Most of the time that I do is with the disaster team, not SAF. So you don't have to deal with me most of the time. Well, <laughs> SAF, what does that stand for, Keith? 
service to the armed forces. That's a, and that's a whole division within the Red Cross, is it not? It is. It is, especially, especially, uh, especially for veterans. Uh, and that's something that is, uh, it, to be honest with you, Keith, not a lot of people know about it. No, they don't. Um, and that's why we're here tonight using your radio station. Hopefully we can get the word spread out um, to a lot of other veterans out there who may be suffering. Well, and, and Keith, we'd like to invite you back. You haven't left yet, but, you know, part of the, 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 the process here is getting you back time and time again so that people get used to hearing your story, getting used to hearing your voice, and, you know, you just got to hit that one person at the right time. So we, oh, yeah. we, we like to keep that story ongoing, uh, you know, so we'd like to, you know, schedule a, schedule you to come in, you know, a couple of times throughout the, throughout the next couple of years. Hey, I... Absolutely, I would love to come in and share the word. And so you're out in the road uh, as an outreach uh, uh, specialist, Keith? Uh, not really out on the road right now because of the COVID thing, so okay. I'm, I'm basically a virtual. Yeah. A lot of the, the, the cases that I deal with are probably either phoned in to me or I receive them online. Uh, very rarely do I make some interactions, but when I do, we follow the um, the CDC, CDC guidelines and, okay. and things like that. Sure. So we do have some face-to-face time with these veterans. Yep. Uh, but majority of it's going to be done over line or through the video chats. And and are you still getting some uh, some phone calls? You're seeing some interactions still going on out there? There's a lot going on out there. A lot yes. is there. Yes. Very good. Very good. Um, you deal with men, uh, male veterans and female veterans as well? Yes, we deal with both females and male veterans. Very nice. Very, very nice. And it's all that same phone number, Keith, that we've been talking to, uh, that you uh, that you just gave there, the 877 number? Yeah, the 877-272-7337. That's to the Heroes Care Call Center. And basically that's for um, emergency communications, for um, financial assistance, which it offers through military financial aid societies throughout particular military branch. And also you can call the, um, I have another number for you, which is uh, 877-272-7337. And that's going to put you through to the Heels Care Center any time of the day or night. Very nice. Well, and at this point, uh, Larry, why don't we take our first break? We'll uh, come back after these messages to continue on with the Red Cross and uh, find out about its services and how uh, they're taking care of the veterans after uh, their time is done out in the field. Take it away, Larry. We'll be back after these messages. Eligible for TRICARE? It doesn't get better than U.S. Family Health Plan, a terrific TRICARE choice for military families and retirees. You get all the benefits of TRICARE, plus some great extras like chiropractic care and a 24-hour nurse advice line. With U.S. Family Health Plan's large network of civilian physicians and hospitals, it's easy to find a great doctor. It's free for active-duty families, and for military retirees, it's very affordable. Find out more at usfamilyhealth.org or call 1-888-815-5510. That's 1-888-815-5510. Welcome back, everybody. Greg Brosser, your host of Veteran Voice Radio, here with... uh, uh, brothers Wolfie and uh, Chuck uh, here. Uh. Wolfie's got shoes on. He does not have on the red clogs. Yeah. Stop the presses. Don't worry, the socks mismatch. I had to load 150 cases by myself with Matt Martin. So I had to wear real shoes. In the case we had a blizzard. Have we ever going to have a blizzard again? What happened to the Crocs? 
<laughs> I didn't want to get them damp today because yeah. they're very special shoes. They they are special, Dorothy. I <laughs> 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 clicked my heels together two times. Chuck is back in the tank. Keith, have you seen his red Crocs? I haven't seen his red Crocs. It's embarrassing. He wears them all year. Uh, all year. He wears them all year. Yeah. Yeah, it's embarrassing. And they're too big. Yeah. They're too and, big for Oh, God. So you're looking like a clown. Yeah, I got exactly yeah. right. That's exactly Perfect. right. Yeah, see that with quick friends, and he subs me up in one so, set. Wait, wait, maybe the red yeah. Crocs represent the red Crocs. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Uh, that's it's okay. yeah. That's what he thought. He he said, "Oh, red Crocs, red Crocs." So yeah, yeah he went out and bought four dozen yeah, pairs. You know, he didn't know it was the red Cross. Yeah, no yeah, one told me. They know who it is when he comes walking out with them red Crocs. Right? <laughs> he, he 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 didn't understand. Yeah. He didn't understand. But you, uh, know, you know, Keith. Uh, you know, the Red Cross has been around forever. But what it doesn't what it doesn't do is really promote the veteran programs that they have. I can ask a hundred vets in my programs, and I'll I'll bet you none of them know that the Red Cross have these programs that they could get help from. It's true. That's I'm not blaming you. No, it's true. It's, it's a world's. It's a. It's a best kept secret. It really it, is. It's pro- you know, it's probably true what you're saying. But what I can tell you now that what we're doing, there's these things that we call contact cards. Every person that joins and enlists into the military organization fills these cards out at the MEP station. Right. So we have your name, number, and then we have the parents' information on there. What we do is we, we call out once the, the service member goes out. One is to thank the family for allowing the service member to join and protect this fine nation of ours. You, you call out just we really? Call them. We, we call them. And they, they're, you, if you hear some of the calls, they're, they're very grateful and yeah. thankful that someone's caring about them and reaching out to speak to them. Is that the MEEPS program you sign up as, as you get and you go in the service so they have your record? Is that when that starts? Yes. Yeah, when does that it, start? No, 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 no. This, <coughs> this is the contact cards. Um, Wolfie, this is what it's been going on for quite some time now. In this program, what we do is we're able to reach out to the service members' families and let them know some of the, the programs that we we offer, such as emergency communications. Huge, should, huge. Should the child or excuse me, the service member become injured or the service member's family member becomes injured, we also have resiliency classes that we we tell the family members about. You know, in the event should they be missing. Their child and might need some counseling. Sure. Or maybe the service member. They might notice a change in the service member, something to that extent. We're able to guide them in and refer them to these particular counseling services. So this is what we do now. So we are trying to plant the seed a little earlier on what the Red Cross can do and Perfect. some of the sure. resources that we can, can put them through. Sure. Now, I, I don't know. I'm going to throw another, another uh, uh, nice situation that's come out up. Recently, are you familiar? Have you heard of the ETS program with the Department of Defense? The ETS is, stands for Early Termination of Service, okay. and we're working with a uh, with a uh, with Dave Hanker, Colonel Hanker, Bob Notch uh, are working uh, with the ClearPath Group, uh, and what what the Department of Defense is now doing. And I'd love to have the Red Cross get in there early. Is, is rather than waiting a week before discharge to start the transition assistance program, six months early before the veteran is discharged, they're now assigning a mentor with that veteran. I 
did hear about this. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So we're we're heavily involved with that. We got a show coming up here. I think uh, February third, Chuck, is we're going to have uh, an introduction to ETS, and March third, we're going to have a full blown ETS. Uh, uh, show here, Keith. If you want to come in and Absolutely. come in and join us, you're more than welcome because it's such a. Finally, we've been talking about the lack of transition assistance. You know, you get a week to go in the service. You don't care. You don't. You're not taking notes about going to college or you know veterans upward bound. You know, you don't care about anything. But now, six months earlier, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna start. It's just being uh, just being rolled out. So. Hopefully, that'll introduce more people to the benefits of what Red Cross is doing, uh, Keith. Uh, you know, for you folks to get involved. But I've not heard of your calling parents of newly enlisted servicemen be- and women before. That that wh- how how reassuring to the parents it must feel. It does. Uh, when you do get hold to them, you know they they're first they're they're kind of skeptical. Yeah, thinking that we're we're calling for sure. It's a trick. telemarketer or something like you're, that. You're not the Red Cross. That's yeah. right. But then when you mention the the uh, service member's name, yeah. and thank them for joining the service and all this good stuff, they just light up, and then they you, you hear the wonderful story about the service member and their reason in joining, and then we go into the you know the spill of what we can do or how we may be able to assist them in their time of need. Very nice, very nice, very nice. And and just to have it there, knowing that, that it's that there's somebody that, that took the time to call them. Uh, right. You, you don't think of the government, and it's not the government that's, that's calling them, although you're acting on behalf of the government, I guess. Red Cross. Yeah. I mean, you're working with the government. I mean, you, you, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's the... the the government is telling the Red Cross who who's going in, <laughs> and, and, and we you all, know we all work for the government. <laughs> yeah, we all work exactly right. You know the Red Cross. It's it's me telling the story, but it's true. The Red Cross is the only agency that's actually some kind of act of Congress that can contact a military person anywhere in the country and in the world under combat, and if their family's having a situation, and uh, they can bring that that uh, soldier home. It's an unbelievable program. It's amazing. It's such a big deal that um, and no one knows that that happens. Once in a while I tell the story and everyone says, you're full of crap. And some guy says to me, well, Wolfie, they flew me home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's, been, that's been going on uh, for, for quite a while. But uh, unless you're involved in it, Wolfie, you don't, you don't really, know. you're not even aware I'm supervisor of it. the DASTA team. And every time they come on the show, I said, I didn't know we were doing that, the Red Cross. So it's a, it's a family branch and, and you don't know what's happening. So he, he really needs to be on the show pitching. You need to be like the medicine man when you get up and say, ladies and gentlemen, Red Cross has two for. <laughs> dollar today. Hey. And what's the program where you call the vets to see how they're doing? Jesus, I just heard about that. I fell in love with that program. Yeah, you're talking about the um, the Compensate Care uh, course program, which um, concentrates on veterans in the community with um, other veterans, peers, other peer veterans to reduce isolation and promote well-being. That's something that, um, that we're, we're working on and we're beginning to do. And basically what we're doing is we're trying to peer another veteran, a seasoned veteran, up with um, maybe a veteran who's transitioning out, having a hard time. Yep. Or just you, you notice that they may be isolating themselves, pulling themselves away. Sure. You know, it's probably good to, to give us a call to probably get this veteran in touch with another veteran who's probably able to help this veteran open up and 
Now, is, is that specifically designed for the Afghan Iraq vets or any vet of any, any vet? Any vet of any era, because I mean, I see any, you know, any not just a veteran who has probably has combat experience. We have veterans who you know served and and don't have any combat experience, and they are still going through some some type of hard transitions. So we want to take care of them just as well as we want to take care of our combat vets too. Well, and it's and, and it's interesting that you mentioned that, Keith, because whether or not you're in in the in the in 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 combat. You're getting out in four years, eight years, ten years, twelve years. It's still a shock to come out into that. Now what? That's right. Exactly. Not not now what? That's exactly. And uh, the Red Cross is going to help you whether you spent one day in the military or you spent thirty years into the military. That's it's it, it, it's incredible the uh, the the amount of uh, of 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 time that must go into this Keith you must you you must the Red Cross must spend hundreds and thousands of hours in counseling all of these veterans that you're working with right now absolutely it's a it's a daily thing um, we're broken down into teams so um, there may be a certain amount of calls that come into the queue so it's distributed through our team yeah and that kind of like lightens the workload a little bit there at one point in time we were short um, and we had a lot of a lot of veterans in that queue, but now that we've have more volunteers in, we're able to facilitate and work more veterans and give them more quality time than what we were doing before. Great. And just to give you a heads up, eighty four eighty four percent of all clients <coughs> indicated that the service they received from the Massachusetts casework team is excellent. Over ninety two percent rate the service that they received very good. So I think that we're we're on top of our game when it comes to taking care of our vets here in Massachusetts. Well, and, and because of the cause, and the, you're, <laughs> you're volunteering for the cause. Exactly. But but you must get some 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 good feelings inside, Keith, for all the work that you do. I mean, it it, it must. Uh, you know, you're helping the vet, but I bet it's helping you a little bit too. It does. It's, that's my therapy. It's helping them. Yes. And seeing them overcome yep. or. They may be in a situation with their families. You know, things happen every day. You sure. never know. Um, whether it's financial, um, whether it's emotional, these things happen. And just to be there to support or either just to listen. Sometimes they just need someone to just to listen to them. That's what we do. Yep. Yep. Well, we're coming up to the to the end of the second uh, uh, quarter here, Wolfie. But before we uh, break for... Uh, uh, tonight, uh, second quarter, you had uh, a, a tribute to read tonight. Do you not for yes. the uh, for that? Uh, yes. If, if you got that ready to go. Yes. Yes. Um, <clears throat> this is very sad. A uh, young lady that was U.S. Army, Emily Carroll, passed away a couple of nights ago. <clears throat> um, she was in civil affairs in in Iraq, and uh, came home was doing great, and then all of a sudden something happened, but. Um, in her service, she was the United States Army. She was liaison with the village elders, and she was very proud she helped build a school. That was one of her proudest moments over there. She was a certified peer specialist like Chuck, which means she was really in the field, really helping everybody out. It was wonderful. Um, she was a strong advocate for the POD, which is 
um, protect our defenders, and that was from sexual harassment, assault, and prejudice. And she was very passionate about the No One Left Behind program, which was for the Afghans, um, especially the translator who were our allies during during the wartime, and she wanted their families to achieve the American dream. This was really a wonderful, wonderful person. Um, the day of the evening that she passed away, she was really excited to come to Hull to help with our veteran rowing program, which is Saturday. She was all set to come to that program, and um, she passed away that evening. So the Hull Lifesaving Museum is going to name the program after her. It's going to be the Emily Carroll Veterans Rowing Program at the Hull Lifesaving Museum. So our hearts really go out to the families and to Emily, and we thank her for her service. She was really a committed uh, veteran. And we'll just have a moment of silence. Emily, rest in peace, my dear. Karen Paulette, the Marshfield Veterans Agent, says there are some guidelines as to who is eligible and there is an application on the Marshfield Town website. The deadline to apply is January 28th. So we are up to trying to let all of our veterans in town know and the surrounding areas know of this fantastic opportunity to have their own apartment in this home with some requirements. Obviously, one being either homeless, on the verge of homelessness, but we really do ask that you take a minute and give us a call if you think you may be eligible. There is a lot of different versions of homelessness that people don't understand. The gross income limit for working veterans is under $26,850 a year. Lisa Potts is the assistant veterans agent in Marshfield. We know that there are veterans out there who are sleeping on sofas of friends and family. And we just, you know, we're here to reach out and help them. So that absolutely, they need to give us a call so we can talk them through it and walk them through the application. What's your number? 781-834-5576. Father Bills in Mainspring is in charge of the people who are chosen to go into the home, but people can always contact the Marshfield Veterans Office for more information. Money Rowe, WATD News. Welcome back, everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio here. As we were just going over uh, Ka- uh, Karen Paulette and Lisa Potts, the uh, the two uh, veteran services officers in uh, beautiful town of Marshfield, have a unbelievable, beautiful uh, building that they have renovated. Uh, and apparently uh, there's still a couple of openings there, Chuck. I'm, I'm very surprised. I thought the... Uh, Shocked. Shocked that there, w- that there would have been uh, a waiting line. Right. Yeah. Shocked. Considering how many homeless veterans are out there, never mind just the regular people, you know, because yep. we deal with vets. Yeah. You know, how and see them all the time. Yeah. All the time. Maybe that it seems like it's too big a, oh, I, I, they'd never give me one of those. Oh, I could never qualify for one of those uh, beautiful uh, 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 places to live. You know what? But, and I know vet, veterans that are like this uh, that I've worked with, they don't want to come off the street. No. They don't want to come out of the forest. They, they want to live their life under their terms. They don't want anybody telling them what to do. You know, hey, clean your apartment, do this, do that. You know, because along with some of, some of these places, there are some strict rules. Of course there are. There needs to be, though, no, Chuck. A, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Needs to be. You know, I mean, up in Bedford, they built the uh, the Bedford Green. You, you've seen yep. it. Yeah. Beautiful, yep. beautiful place. But it is such a disaster. Really? 
Is it? <clears throat> you know they they have a lot of problems. Uh, you know Police it's not run by the VA. It's not run by the VA. It's who, on who our property. Runs, who runs it? Peabody Properties is the uh, the company. You know what part of the problem it, is? In, in well, wow, doesn't make sense, Chuck. Doesn't doesn't make sense that that well they, it's their their own apartment. Yeah, but they're, but they're on a vash voucher. Yeah, it just seems like. You know, the Peabody properties, it seems like there could be a more appropriate management team that understands. Right. They need the mental health aspect. You just can't throw them into an apartment and abandon them. There's one up in Beverly. It's called uh, Pleasant Street, and it's uh, run by Peabody Properties. And it's a veteran's veterans place. Yeah, well, and I guess that you cannot police it 24 hours a day. No, no, you can't. You, you know, you have to give some, 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 whatever. Hopefully, just the camaraderie though is going to give give the the vets the strength that, that they're not alone. Right. Um, We're going to send Keith up there. That's right. He'd be good. He's good. That's We're right. going to have to ask. One of the problems is, and, and we talk about it all the time, Greg and I and Chuck is. In in some of the programs, you have to sign this, and you have to do that, and you have to have an email and a car and a, and a computer and a thing. If you're good enough to have all that, then you don't need the services. Unfortunately. So, Un- unfortunately, so that's ready. one of the things that we ran into, Wolfie. Yeah, yeah, it really is. That's the crew we're trying to reach. And, and Keith and, and, uh, and the Red Cross, the SAF, they have some great programs that are reaching out to that crew. That, that resiliency workshop, boy, is helping so much. It's really good. Well, and and I I think Keith that uh, this is a great chance for you to get to know a little bit, you know, from a personal basis about what we're doing, and now you can bring the story of, of our events and things and our outreach events because we'd love to have you more involved with our outreach programs and you know helping you know other vets take advantage of these programs that unfortunately they're not sure exist right now. I agree with you. I mean, being here, I've learned a couple of programs that I have, I was not aware of, so I feel that, you know, working together as a team, we can probably accomplish a lot more ground and do a lot more. And, and it really does take a team, Keith. You, you, you know, and and you can know that that uh, uh, you might not have the, the solution or know who what agency has that solution, but between myself, Chuck, Wolfie, one of us knows That's right. who does. That's right. A lot of wisdom here. We could pawn you right off on someone who knows something. <laughs> You'll be handed off so fast you won't know what hit you. <laughs> and then they'll know what they're talking about. <laughs> but, but, Keith, one of the things we were talking about was, uh, unfortunately, with this COVID and, the, and all that, the, uh, the shortage of, uh, of blood is getting to be pretty critical now with, uh, with, with, the, with the Red Cross. Could you touch on that a little bit for the audience, please? Yes, Greg. It, it is getting getting a little slow. We're asking folks to come on out and um, donate some blood. You know, go to AmericanCross.org and, and sign up today. Um, give some blood. We're very, very, very short, and we can need as much help as we possibly can. Not only do we need help with the, with the blood drives, our donating blood, but we're also looking for folks to volunteer we're hurting and, and we're very low on volunteers, whether it's a, a veteran, uh, veteran family members, even if it's um, a college student or or um, maybe you who's listening right now can come and help us out 
to reach out and, and touch veterans. And maybe not just veterans, maybe you just want to help, well, you know, all, all around, you know, American people, uh, anybody that you can reach out and touch, you can always come and do that. And is there, a more, is there a more deserving uh, group in the country than the American Red Cross the, the, that, that would be deserving of some volunteers right now, Keith? Uh, you know, how, how, how perfect to, to, to give back a little bit. And you don't have to do it seven days a week, but no, a day don't. a week here or there, Keith, right? Yeah, yeah, and you might think that, hey, I'm not qualified to do some of the things that, that they're doing. Trust me, they will teach you. They will train you. They will go out of their way to give you the information and the knowledge that you need to do whatever it is that you want to volunteer and participate in the Red Cross. There's so many options and so many opportunities out there for anybody who wants to do something to help a fellow veteran. And if, if um, is, is the Red Cross involved? I haven't seen, uh, uh, but I, I assume, would, would, would Red Cross teams have been deployed down to the, the hurricane, not the hurricane, the, uh, the tornado area down in Kentucky? Would, uh, would, would, uh, is there some Red Cross uh, uh, folks helping out down there as well right now? Yes, we do have people that are dispatched and deployed down into those areas. Um, unfortunately, I'm not one of them. Maybe where did Wolfie go? That's that's, that's, that's Wolfie's area right there. Okay. But yes, we do have people that are deployed down into those areas. So if there was some, you know, some folks that wanted to go down, the Red Cross could help facilitate and 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 get them uh, headed down there. Uh, I'm sure there's absolutely there's there's need for people to make sandwiches, or serve coffee, or just. <laughs> Just kind of be there to shake somebody's hand. Yeah. All you got to do is sign up with your local Red Cross chapter. Um, they'll give you your little training. Make sure that your 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 vaccinations and things are up to date. And next thing you know, you're down there doing wonderful things. Whether it's um, feeding, giving people sandwiches, whether it's helping clean up debris, we can facilitate those things for you. G- give us the way to do it again on the what the uh, just go to American Cross, American uh, American Red Cross and. It'll pull up a slew of things, and all you got to do is, I want to volunteer. Very good, very good. You know, when you're talking about the the veteran side of the house, <clears throat> and it's something that we do quite often, is uh, we do it like a, almost. We'll hear about a veteran that's kind of like isolating, staying in the house, not going anywhere, and just give him a call. Just give him a call. You know, like you're talking mm-hmm. about looking for volunteers. You know. Just just reach out and talk and talk to a vet, especially if you're a vet yourself. But you don't have to be, you know. Sometimes our veterans just want to have some communication with somebody. Right. You know, Chuck, we have a, a program that's called the Ringers, and we've been doing that to facilitate um, volunteers within the Red Cross, trying to reach out to them and, and bring them back in and seeing what's going on. I can see how we can equate that to reaching out and just phoning a vet is something I could probably bring up and, and discuss with you know my supervisor well and you know, especially because, be, because you've got their you've got their parents phone numbers right but these are folks that are that are coming in that's that that's and, then, a, we, and you know this has been going on for years so yes we do have folks that are you know have served in combat zones and things of that nature that we can probably follow up on would you ever would but it ever be possible to reach out to those parents a year later or two years or three years later, send them a little tickler card saying, gee, the Red Cross is still here for you in your time of need because you already have 
their contact information. Right. Right now, what we do is, um, you know, we we don't do it to that extent at this point. Yeah. But it's probably something we can facilitate or think about doing in the future. Because we're trying to reach out to the veterans out there, and the the names are all you know private, and we 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 can't do any names or anything like that. <laughs> but maybe just as a as a as a, a tickler. Well, what we do do is during holidays and things like that, we, we do do holiday cards and things like that that we do send out to the vets to let them know that we're caring for them. We, we're still thinking about them. Excellent. And the families? And the families. Because, you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking that if the vets won't reach out, maybe the family members might. And that is true. The contact cards that I was telling you about. Correct. Um, parents do call us back. They do. With, whether it's concerns about their child or maybe their child has divulged something, but they're a little afraid to tell, you know, the, the drone instructors there. Sure. Um, so we can help and facilitate the parent on how to um, help overcome the situations that the child is in, Must whether be. it's speaking to someone on the command or speaking to someone to help the parent to adjust and and overcome maybe some stressful situations with the child being gone. And, yeah. and go ahead, Jeff. Yeah. No. Yeah. You know, the way the way I was I was looking at it was, uh, and you could get the names and the phone numbers from the VSOs like him and you know other VSOs throughout the throughout the state. Uh, because listen, I'm 65 years old. When I went in the service, you know, Christ was a corporal then, and. <clears throat> I didn't fill out any card for the Red Cross. I, that that just didn't happen when I was 18 years old, going in the service. So I'm thinking about the older the older vets or vets that, you know, they don't have the information, like the VSOs would have, and you know, say, hey Keith, I got a vet that's, you know, kind of down. He's staying in the house. You know, he could he could really use you know a little. Little outreach. Somebody giving 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 him a call and talking to him, you know, saying, "Hey, I'm Keith, such and such, you know, from the American Red Cross Veterans Program. I'm just reaching out to see how you're doing. You know, any assistance that we may be able to provide. Uh, you know, and just let the let the vet talk. You know, Chuck. What I would tell you to do is um, call one of these numbers that I gave you. Yeah. Either you can reach out to me directly. You know, I'll give you my information. And um, you can give me that veteran's name, and I can build a case on that veteran. And at that point in time, mm -hmm. now I will reach out to that veteran because someone on the outside has spoken to me and brought to my attention that there's a veteran in distress. And once you do that, now I can open up a case for that veteran, reach out, talk to him, and see what's going on in their lives. Is that the local number? Which state is the local number? number. You can always call the local Massachusetts number here locally. It was just 781 410 Three six eight four, or you can call the the one eight or the one eight seven seven number at eight seven seven two seven two seven three three seven, and that's going to connect you to the Hero Care Center. All right, and that's where you can, if you know or know of a veteran who who is suffering or may need someone to talk to him, go dial one of those numbers. Um, give us his information or her information. And at that point in time, we can open up a case, reach out to them, and see what we can do to help them. 
And, and you were talking about the program that had the financial aid and the rent aid and all that. That's that's part of that whole stress situation. So yeah, all that all, comes. So is all that the same numbers? Yes, all that comes together. See, it's, it all falls up under one umbrella. We're doing a total assessment. Once we get the veterans' information, we do a we'll we'll do the call with them. We'll do an assessment, find out what their needs are and where they are in, in life right now. If they need some mental help, we have um, mental professionals who are able to facilitate them. If it's a financial system, a uh, financial thing, then we know uh, we have resources in which we can refer you to, yep. provided that you qualify to get these things. Or if it's something to deal with utility bills, you know, we can facilitate and help you with resources to get that done. Um, a lot of the times, sometimes is I've sat there on the phone and spoken to veterans and parents of service members for a couple of hours just because they might need someone to listen to. The most important thing you can do. Exactly. Well, and now the most important thing we can do is take our last break so that our sponsors can uh, can uh, keep us going here. We'll come back for the fourth quarter of tonight's show. So, Larry, why don't you take it away, kid, and uh, we'll be back uh, for the first, fourth quarter of tonight's uh, visit with the American Red Cross. Take it away, Larry. Welcome back, everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veteran Voice Radio. Just wanted to reiterate uh, a story that we had played before that uh, some unexpected vacancies at the Marshfield Veterans Home are creating some opportunities for veterans in need of housing. Uh, folks, right now there are empty studio, beautiful, brand-new studio apartments that are just waiting for some deserving veteran to call. Please give Karen and Lisa a call down at their uh, at the VSO's uh, office in Marshfield. Uh, they'll give you a quick little uh, understanding of the program, and uh, the 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 building is absolutely beautiful. It's just newly reconstructed uh, right down there in Marshfield. So uh, if you want to just give Karen or Lisa a call tomorrow, uh, it's something that we'd like to help. Uh, Get that filled up right away to get some uh, 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 vets uh, vets in there, and we will get the the that phone number be- before we leave here. Somehow we'll get that phone number. Uh, call the double. We will uh, announce it tomorrow on WATD all day on the news for sure. Uh, they did they give the? Um, I wonder if they gave the. Uh, Wolfie has Wolfie has it. 781-834-5576. Great. 834-5576. Good job, Wolfie. So give Karen or Lisa a call tomorrow. They'd love to hear from you. Let us get that filled up. And, uh, boy, uh, you know, it's a a great opportunity. It's VASH uh, uh, housing, I believe. I don't believe it is. You don't think so? I don't think it's VASH. Father Bills is is the um, um, uh, right is the overseer right. Um, hey, maybe it is. I I just don't think because it's they, the, because they said that the because you would have to have a vash voucher and 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 an uh, income limit of twenty six thousand dollars or less twenty nine five twenty six. They said on the 
Well, I thought I thought they said twenty nine. Twenty six, twenty nine. Oh, yeah. it, it's immaterial. Sold American. Yeah. Sold American. But but uh, Do give I have 30, uh, 30, 30? Give, <laughs> give Karen or Lisa a call tomorrow uh, if you know of any other vets out it's, there. It's uh, twenty six eight fifty. And that. 26850 26, is yeah. the uh, the threshold. So because uh, and Karen and Lisa, unlike us, are very sweet, lovely, accommodating, knowledgeable people that'll take care of you. So if there's any questions, just call them. Don't listen to Greg and I. Just call Lisa <laughs> and Paulette. Well, and Karen is one Karen. of the. Uh, uh, I've recipients. Karen. I've known Karen for a long, long, she, she long time. She is a recipient of the uh, Deborah Sampson Award yep. for Outstanding Veterans Activities uh, in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Uh, Karen has uh, received that a uh, couple of years ago for her outstanding work. and uh, Retired Master Sergeant. She's great. Yep. She's great. She's over here at uh, almost all the food drives uh, that we have. They're, they're over here not only uh, helping to hand out the food, but there's some uh, shut-ins that they take care of as well. So uh, we uh, really appro- applaud the work of uh, of Karen and Lisa, and uh, give them a call. Give, give them a call. Uh, stop down uh, at the office, uh, the Veteran Services office tomorrow, office tomorrow down at the uh down at the town hall, and I'm sure they'd want to. Uh, you can go online and take a look at the uh, at the uh, operation and take a look at the uh, 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 at at the actual building itself. But once again, the number seven eight one eight three four five five seven six. Karen and Lisa will uh, love to hear from you and love to take an application from you. So, Keith, here we are, unfortunately, the closing of tonight's show, but uh, it's really interesting to learn of all these programs and uh, that, the, that the Red Cross has, and we'd like to see more of you out, out there and, and be, being with all us uh, gypsies as we travel around. I would love to be there. Just, just let me know what's going on, and I would definitely love to participate. You know, I'm, I'm glad to see that the, uh, that the Red Cross hired a veteran with your experience to be involved in a program like this where you can give back and veterans will feel more relaxed talking to another vet. I think that's just so important. Vets want to talk to other vets. I, I, I agree with you. You know, then sitting there and talking to some who knows what, you know, some business guy, a business well, mean. woman. They mean well, you know, and they're educated, they but, but but still, you know it's, it, 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 it's, it's not the same. Right. I'm educated, too, but what do I know? <laughs> you know, I, I know how I talk to another vet. Sure. How I can sit down there and just talk to him. And I think that's important to keep that program moving on. You know? I, I agree with you. You know, because we know what vets need because we're vets. Right. Been through it. Going and seeing other vets go through it, right? So stepping up to try to help them—that's that's where they're calling from. That's why we do what we do, you know. And, the, and, and this all is 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 meant to help fight that terrible, terrible problem of vets taking their lives right now. Whether it's Navy SEALs or or enlisted men or combat vets, non-combat vets, there's a tremendous, tremendous problem out there, folks, and. Give 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 Keith a chance. Give him, give him a call. Give the give the Red Cross a, a a call. We've got all these numbers out here and great trained people just waiting to hear from you. So uh, I don't know, Keith. What more we can do than just uh, beg people to call you to to get involved and to and to listen to your story. 
Absolutely. I also wanted to let people know, you know, if you want to support the Red Cross, please show up to the game on Friday. Look for your nearest Red Cross representative and buy the 50-50 raffle ticket. The Celtics. The Celtics, yeah. The Celtics game. Yeah. Did I, did I say another one? Did I say no, you just said Lakers? the game. Oh, the game. Okay. The Celtics <laughs> game here on Friday. All right, the Boston Celtics. We want to support them. Uh, we're selling our 50-50 raffle tickets up there. So please, 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 if you're there, look for that, that Red Cross representative out there and um, see if you can um, purchase some tickets to support the Red Cross. Very nice. Efforts. Very, very, very nice. Well, and Chuck, unfortunately, it's that uh, the time of the night when uh, time to say goodbye. To all the veterans out there. I don't care if you're a combat or just a regular vet that served this country. Get the thoughts out of your head. COVID has been down on us for three years almost now. And it's really wrecked havoc. And maybe it's wrecking some havoc in your life. Life is worth living. You're still on a mission. You need some help. You need to talk to somebody. Call 1-800-273-8255 at the prompt. Press 1. Call the Veterans Crisis Line. It's there for you 24-7. Just You just need to talk to somebody. Call that number. Get things off your chest. Feel a little more relaxed. They care. We care. Again, call 1-800-273-8255 at the prompt. Press 1. The Veterans Crisis Line. Good job, Chuck. Good job. Chuck, all you veterans out there, continue the mission. We need you. We need your help. We need you all to show up because next week it's ladies' night here. Sue Katz is making a return engagement. Uh, I'm with not getting her. my chair. Uh oh, uh oh. There could be a battle of uh, of the wits next week, so we're hey, going to have. Uh, I'm all staying the, in the penalty box. Uh, the great lady veterans will be uh, will be screaming and uh, jumping for joy next week. So, uh, want to remind everybody: March fifth, Saturday, March fifth, Morissette Post and Quincy, thirty deserving disabled veterans will be honored. With a bag of electronics and a tablet to be named later, all courtesy of iPods for Wounded Veterans. It's going to be a great event, March 5th. Uh, take a look at the veteransvoicenetwork.org for more information. Larry, thanks so much for your great help this week. And uh, Keith, thanks for coming in. And uh, we'll, uh, thanks ha- for having me. we'll have you back in. And take care, everybody. Drive careful. And, uh, and we'll see go out and life- thank a vet. See you at the yeah, live stream. See you, Roman and Mark. Tomorrow, Sunday, Saturday. Saturday, HLA. He's going to be.